Yes, your hand is raised. I see you back of the class, please. I, uh, as we welcome you to hour two of the Plank Show. By the way, let me make sure I do my due diligence here uh, because I want to. I want to let us by. Yeah, uh, Allison Insurance four zero five seven four five two nine six eight allisoninsurance dot com. But I also want to make sure I mention our hour one sponsor because I meant to do it there in that last segment. But the Ted Roof cut ate it up. Ate it up. Uh, Van Hoos Fence, vhfence.com, 735-1167-405-735-1167. So why, why, is it, why is it breaking news that the Browns and Baker Mayfield would want to go in different directions? It's not. Okay. I, I, I guess I've got Get Up on and I've got Sports Center on, and the two big stories is – the Warriors are struggling without Steph Curry right now. And that Baker Mayfield is – and the Browns have a mutual interest in going in, in different directions. You know, okay, I'll, I'll devil devil's advocate here for just a moment. I'm in. Let's go. We had heard some reports initially that Cleveland wanted to keep Baker Mayfield, even after trading for Deshaun Watson. So I guess if – I want to give credence to these reports this morning. Now, organizationally, Cleveland, if you want to say it was trying to drive the trade price up for Baker Mayfield, yeah, it probably was. But now maybe publicly they're saying, yeah, this is this is going to be best for both parties if we just separate and go, go our different ways here. Yeah. I mean, it, again, I'm not breaking any news here, but NFL teams aren't run by dummies, right? They're not, they're not run by first name, bunch of numbers after him with no profile pic on Twitter, and their crappy takes. They're run by smart, intelligent people, and there is nobody that looks at the Brown situation with Baker and is going to give him a first, second, or third round pick for him because they know they've got to get rid of him. They're going to try to wait him out to cut him. And someone had asked on the Air Comfort Solutions text line, uh, what what would be the responsibility for Cleveland? as far as a contract is concerned with with Baker Mayfield. Well, there would be a dead cap hit that they would get. I'm trying to pull that up here real quick. And I think it'd be like a $12 million dead cap hit for Baker Mayfield if indeed they just they got to a point where they had to cut him. Um, let me look here. I got it up. He is – oh, it's more than that. It's a $28 million dead cap hit, which – in all fairness, Cleveland can kind of eat right now because of what they did with the contract of of Deshaun Watson. And actually, actually, it's it's not quite twenty nine mil; it's eighteen mil. Sorry, I was looking at twenty one. So he's due because they picked up his fifth year option, um, like right at nineteen, right? He's due eighteen point eight five eight, and that's also the dead cap hit. So they cut him. Not guaranteed he's out, but because he's already received $32 million in guaranteed money. But if they cut him, it's an $18 million cap hit. To give you some perspective, Matt Ryan's dead cap hit on the Falcons in 2022 is like $40 million. So, and, and, and Atlanta. Apparently, he's not in the business of trying to compete this year. <laughs> but, yeah, that's that's a 
pretty significant cap hit that you have to swallow because, I mean, if they would have just outright cut him, it was a $67 million cap hit. But the the Falcons have to eat 40 of it while the Colts inherit like 20. But the Colts aren't cutting him. So it's just cap space that he takes up for them. I've got a report for you. Oh, let's go. It's not Baker Mayfield related. This is from at Rap Sheet. Oh, then it's football. Do I need the breaking news music? Yeah, let's hear some. Hold on, hold on. Give me 22 seconds here. At Rap Sheet, by the way, uh, Ian Rappaport. Let's see. Breaking news music. Let's see what it sounds. I used to like ESPN's, uh, I'm sorry, Unsolved Mysteries. Oh, hold on. Why is there an advertisement in front of everything on YouTube? It's almost like they don't have any money. Because the internet hates us. I'm starting to realize that. Nobody advertises more than The Athletic. All right, here's some breaking news music, Josh, if you... All right, here we go. From Ian Rappaport at Rap Sheet. Another blockbuster coming? Despite an offer from the Kansas City Chiefs that would make superstar Tyreek Hill one of the highest-paid receivers, extension talks have stalled, and Kansas City has now given Hill's agent permission to seek a trade, Chris Blank. Whoa! That's not very good breaking news music. Um, That is a big breaking news report, however. Okay, let, let's pause. Where are you at? KC Ping had already checked in today. Um, KC Ping texted and said that if indeed I do pass, he will make sure to not respond to a Colin Cowherd tweet. Thank you, KC Ping. And he's an OSU fan. Okay, where's the mind on this right now? Take take me through what you're thinking. Again, breaking news here at 10.09 a.m. on the Plank Show. That central time zone, God's time zone. Well, I don't think Kansas City would be as good without Tyreek Hill. I'll tell you that. And I think life would be a lot more difficult for one Patrick Mahomes, who hasn't known life in the NFL, minus Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. So. <laughs> I'm sorry. Shep just made me laugh with his last tweet. <laughs> well done, Andrew. Well done. Which was? He retweeted it, and it's the the guy that's got his sh- and he's just his shirt stuffed, and he's just knocking stuff all over his desk <laughs> after the report. It's pretty well done. Um, now Tom Palosoro reports: How would the Chiefs begin to replace superstar Tyree Kill? Sources say Packers free agent Marquez Valdez Scantling. Oh is on his way to Kansas City today for a visit. No deal imminent, but a logical option to help fill the void speed for speed. Ugh. Dude, hold on. Pause. What's Tyreek's contract situation look like right now? Hold on. I say this as I have. Now, do you go with Spotrack or do you go with Spotrack? Spotrack. Really? I can't believe that I've been the guy that's never said that right. Okay, so I have Spotrack, which is running incredibly slow today, pulled up. And yeah, it is. What's going on? I don't know. A lot of people are trying to figure out Tyreek Hill's That's salary. That's probably cap. exactly what's happening. Everybody's on what, what kind of money oh! he's got. Pe- people in, in Green Bay are, are going crazy right now to try to figure out what a salary cap situation yeah, is. Yeah, how can we get Tyreek with Aaron Rodgers? Um, well, see, that's what I was going to say. The Packers just gave up a one and a two, or excuse me, just got a one and a two from the Raiders in order to get, finally it pulled up, in order to get. Devontae Adams, 
He's got a roster bonus of $16 million. That's that's due here shortly for Tyree Kills. So this is going to move quickly if he goes. Yeah, yeah. and maybe look, this I, is a negotiating ploy too. It could be, but it sounds like sounds like Kansas City made him a long-term offer and he didn't didn't like the offer. Maybe he wants to be the the highest paid wide receiver or I I don't know what type of assurances he would want from his contract. He can probably get that elsewhere. But who's to say it's going to be as good of a fit? as it's been in Kansas City. Not everybody's got Patrick Mahomes playing quarterback. I mean, life's pretty good in Kansas City right now. This would be, though, the – I mean, obviously, this would be the <laughs> first major transitional move for Kansas City in the Patrick Mahomes era if if Kansas City doesn't get some resolution here to get Tyreek Hill back in the fold. Why, why would he say no – to an extension that would make him one of the highest paid receivers. Because he wants to wants more money, I guess. Okay. Um or life's not uh, life's not okay. perfect, right? Let, let me let me look at this from a where he could go perspective real quick. Sure. Because to me, if Devontae Adams got a one and a two I mean, that's at least what you would get for Tyree Kill, right? I mean, I you ha- you would have to. You'd have to be getting that. You, you, you're not trading Tyree Kill for just a second-round pick. The market has been set. If that's what Devontae Adams got, Tyree Kill is worth every bit of a first and second okay, round. Okay, so let me give you some potential landing spots, and you tell me what you think. Philadelphia has three first-round picks, and – Again, I'm not here to say that you can just draft another receiver and he becomes Tyree Kill, but with Miko Hardman, he's looked okay when he's healthy. He just signed Juju. And listen, we're two years removed from Juju Smith-Schuster being the hottest name on the market, but he got hurt and that kind of imploded things for him. So I'm I'm here for it. I, I mean, you would want a one and a two or at least a one and a three. What about a... Multiple first-round picks in Graydon Bay now, but I don't know, dude. I don't know. What about Chicago? It would all all depend on what the return looks like for Kansas City. To get out from having to pay Tyree Kill, perhaps, you know, one of the, if not the largest contract for a wide receiver in the NFL, that part could be a net positive for Kansas City if they hit on a wide receiver in the draft. But, again, that's no guarantee, and Tyree Kill's one of the superstars in the league. Breaking news. The Jets and the Dolphins are now in serious talks to trade for Tyree Kill per league sources. Hill and the Chiefs are mulling what to do, but Hill's time in KC looks like it could be coming to an end. Wow. Whoa. It has been a wild start to the NFL offseason. Okay, um... Kels isn't going anywhere. I, st- I mean, because he said it was Kels last year, but Kels, he's not going anywhere. Pat- Patrick Mahomes is set for a long time. Chris Jones is set for a long – so the foundational pieces are still there. I, I'm Trading Tyreek Hill to the Jets, if I'm the Chiefs, it's like, <laughs> you want to go to the Jets? I kind of – and especially if you're getting one of those first-round picks that they have. you got a top-ten pick. You can go a lot of different directions because the Jets' top-ten picks are four – 
and 10. We'll take both. Thank you. <laughs> we'll take both, and you can have Tyreek. But Mike, oh gosh, why do I keep wanting to say Mike McCarthy? Who's the new head coach in Miami? Um, everyone's yelling at their radio right now. Uh, Miami head coach, Mike. Oh, come on, come on, get it. It's not Mario Cristobal. Why do they put Mario Cristobal instead of Mike, Mike, Mike McDaniel? Yeah, the, so, the guy from the Seinfeld episode. I'm so lazy, I didn't Google it myself and let you did. And where did they get that picture of Mike McDaniel that they're using on your <laughs> Google search right now? So the Mike McDaniel thing is intriguing to me. But if you're McDaniel in in Miami, I mean, do you, do you risk giving up 29? I think so. I think almost you'd risk maybe even giving up an, a future first for him. Wow. Dude, the NFL is – it's the gift that keeps on giving all year long, Clark. It really is. This is incredible. So this, like, escalated ridiculously quickly. This went from you saying, oh, Rap sheet said that there's a chance he could be dealt. Now, all of a sudden, with all of these cuts I have from Ted Roof that we're supposed to play, this went from, hey, here in another major, another blockbuster could be coming 12 minutes ago. And now, two minutes ago, Adam Schefter says the Jets and Dolphins are in serious talks for trade. Here, here's the good news, dude. If you have two teams vying for him, then that's driving up the price. Right. You've got a couple of teams that want a superstar wide receiver and Tyreek Hill is absolutely that he's one of the best his speed changes how you can attack a defense I think it's a big mistake for Kansas City if they can't keep Tyreek Hill around I would rather pay Tyreek Hill if I'm Kansas City I would try to fix this relationship before you trade it away and just get the return on assets you know how I feel about draft assets I have staunchly said over and over and over again I'll take the the proven star today over you give me this draft pick and that draft pick but it sounds like it's heading in that direction I have another dumb question from this welcome into hour two of the plank show uh breaking news has just imploded this hour which the (laughs) AFC West now is Kansas City the best team in the division after this goes through because there, but could you imagine Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle together? I mean, if if McCarthy makes Tua even serviceable, that is one heck of a move, dude. The AFC in general is a beast. Uh, and then I, you know, I'm sitting here and I'm clowning on the idea of him going to New York because who has been here? Here's a good trivia question for you. Do you even know off the top of your head who the Jets' leading receiver was last year? No. I had to look it up because I had no idea either. The Jets' leading receiver last year was Elijah Moore. And they spent all that money on Corey Davis, and unfortunately he couldn't stay healthy. But you pair Tyree Kill with Elijah Moore, okay. Their leading receiver had 43 catches for 538 yards last year. That was the leading receiver for the New York Jets. What? And then, if you make this move, 
you give Zach Wilson, a guy that you spent the number two pick on the draft last year, you give him a a target along with Elijah Moore and Tyree Unless Kill. Elijah Moore's part of the deal back to Kansas City. Fair point. Fair point. Or Corey Davis. You bring in a guy who had 1,000 yards receiving and averaged 11.2 yards per catch with an offensive coordinator that is believed to be pretty, pretty sharp for the New York Jets. And uh, Mike LaFleur, which is Matt LaFleur's little little brother. Dude, what in the world is going on right now? The National Football League be going on. I sat here, uh, I sat on last Thursday night, and I was on the set, and Shep texted me about the Raiders trade, about the Devontae Adams trade, and and I'm on TV while I'm getting this alert, so I try not to look at my phone too much because I'm getting old and I get distracted, and I'm just, I'm all in, I'm, wow, Devontae Adams to the Raiders, let's go. Oh, first and second round pick, I'm a draft guy, I hate that, but you know what we've really been bad at as, as Raider Nation the last few years? drafting <laughs> so go give me Devonta adams you can have all them picks crazy do you, okay let, let's let's take a commercial break to talk through this i'm coming in you got coffee let's go make some coffee let's we'll talk. brew some up Let, baby. let's brew some coffee up let's talk through this i'm like charlie with all of the different connections down in the basement meanwhile mac is like dude people want their mail they want to know what's going on is there a simple answer to this or is there something more are deeper rooted here? Good questions. All right, take a timeout. Oh, I'm going to hit. We got a group text message with uh, diehard Chief fan Chase Brown and diehard Raider fan DJ Gasso and Jake, who just trolls everyone. I'm going to jump in on that group text and see what everyone's thinking right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, quick break. It's Plank Show. All right, um, hold on here. My phone was blowing up during that break. Let's see here. Where do you want? I like your take. I just want to make this very clear. Welcome back to the Plank Show. Uh, we have some breaking news that has rocked Chiefs Kingdom in a roundabout way. But uh, let's see. My man, Jeff Salmon, Turf God, checked in. What are the Chiefs doing? Put me in the Chiefs group text. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I like your take. I think I'm down with your take. Yeah, I think I think Kansas City is going to be okay coming out of this deal. If Tyreek Hill doesn't want to win in Kansas City with Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and company, then as tra- <laughs> as Tyreek Hill would have you know as he goes into the end zone, deuces. And, and I wish him well. I mean, he's earned the opportunity to be the top wide receiver in the National Football League to get paid as such. But Kansas City, if they can get a King's Ransom on this deal, Plank, Quite frankly, they can potentially make their roster better by getting some draft picks and maybe a player that helps them out defensively. It can be okay for Kansas City. Let's see how it plays out. It could also be a turning point where we look back and say, man, this is when this thing kind of started to fall apart. <laughs> There's some really, really funny tweets on this. Uh, Larry Holder, who covers the Saints, for the athletic just tweeted all Zach Wilson would have to do is throw jet sweep passes to Tyree kill still debatable. If Wilson's completion percentage would be above 60% though. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, where was, I got to make sure I censor this one. 
PFT commenter Tyreek Hill is going to look so bleeping fast in those teal uniforms. Yeah, but here's the part to me that I just look at and think, okay, um, maybe maybe it would work out to where things would be beneficial for the Chiefs is I think instantly the reaction and the question is, okay, what's what's the I say ransom, but what's the return? What are you getting? And Ian Rappaport said they're expecting multiple first round picks for him. So if you're getting multiple first-round picks for any player and you're in a contractual situation with him, I think you have to consider it. Now, hopefully you don't botch those picks like John Gruden and Mike Mayock did, though I would argue you know, Jonathan Abram's been okay. Uh, Damon Arnett ha- has not. He's already been cut by like three different teams. And, and quite frankly, Kansas City has a situation where the Patrick Mahomes contract is approaching. So you're trying to, at some point, get creative with how all this money is going to work if you can get multiple assets and build through the draft, then that's a direction that they're going to be interested in exploring. And we don't know. I mean, maybe there's a player or two mixed in in this package. Sure. Let's see. what I feel like news is breaking like crazy on this right now. Well, this is massive news. I mean, it – Completely, if this deal goes through, it changes the complexion of the Kansas City Chiefs. You wonder how Patrick Mahomes would feel about it. And the AFC West, I mean, obviously looks a lot different with Russell Wilson coming over. The Chargers with Herbert. Devontae Adams to the Raiders. I mean, that's a division that Kansas City has dominated, and yet, who knows, right? I mean, this could drastically change that. And then the overall picture of the AFC as well. Ari Marioff, who I've just started following at My Sports Update, I like him, tweeted, the Chiefs have been asking and seeking two first-round picks in exchange for Tyreek Hill. Considering the Packers netted number 22 and number 53 for Devontae Adams in a similar situation would seem a bit unlikely. But KC has two AFC East teams battling out. Could get them in a bidding war. It's kind of what I talked about earlier. Uh, Pete Prisco, Tyreek Hill changes games, period. Only so many people do that. Uh, Charles Robinson, his update. Chiefs felt an extension was an uphill climb. Then the Devontae Adams trade slash extension landed him with the Raiders, and it became clear that a trade had to be considered. Wait, wait, hold on. Okay, that doesn't make any sense to me. No, everybody's acting like they knew this, and yet – this no time, one reported it. No, and this time one week ago, it was the extension is imminent right. with Tyree Kill. So all of these guys are totally wrong. They had no clue what was going on here. And that might be the thinking in Kansas City's front office that as soon as the Devontae Adams deal, the trade went through, that, okay, they, they realized we got to be on watch that maybe we're going to have to wind up moving Tyree Kill. But none of these reporters had any inkling yeah, this was this, going to happen. This – is, has never been rumored. I That's one of my biggest frustrations. Plank Show, uh, Tyree Kill apparently is about to be traded, so we're talking about it right now on the Home and Sooner fans. But it's a big story. Adam's trade would be the template, writes Robinson, but Hill is such a significant centerpiece, it may take two first-round picks. Yeah, and I would ask for more than that. 
All right, hold on. Let's see what uh, let's see what Shep has to say. If they get rid of a dude who made the Pro Bowl every season in his six year career and is one of three guys who had six thousand yards and sixty six touchdowns in a season. I'm sorry, fifty six touchdowns in his first six seasons. Jerry Rice, Randy Moss, Tyreek in his prime. But like you said, okay, there's there is I joke a lot on this show. And I say that the salary cap is not real. Now, again, in fairness, it is a real thing. But I also feel like that there are ways to work around it. You never cut a guy that you want, right? I've said if the Cowboys really wanted Amari Cooper, they would have found a way to keep him. But there is a problem when you get into these situations with Josh quarterbacks on very big contracts and I think you hit it on the head they've got to start thinking about that a bit and I mean Brett Veach is a very smart dude and they're very sharp when it comes to the uh, salary cap and it looked like they had a structure in place for Hill Kelsey and Mahomes to be together for the rest of their career but uh, I don't know what hit the snag I don't know if Tyreek wanted to be somewhere else I don't know it just doesn't seem to make a lot of sense that the centerpiece of a team that's been to four straight AFC championship Hosted games? four straight, yeah. Would, well, they, the wide receiver centerpiece, Patrick Mahomes is, is the centerpiece, would be like, yeah, I need a fresh start. But he's one of the, I mean, he's one of the three biggest stars for Kansas City. I mean, Tyreek Hill is, he's not Patrick Mahomes, but he's pretty damn close for Kansas City. Matt Verderam, uh, who is, uh, I don't know, what do you think of Verderam? You, I love him. I think okay. he's great. I, I like Matt. I just I didn't know if he's one of those guys that Chief fans can't stand. Oh, no. I'm sure there's a faction okay. that feels that way. Well, I think he's great. He's very much a defeatist whenever things go poorly. But Stephen Holder tweeted the Chiefs without Tyree killing the Chiefs. I don't understand this at all. Verderam then retweeted and said, totally agree. Poor defense, one big weapon, and a couple decent ones. Playoff team, but limited without him. Now, I'm not ready to go that far. I'm well, just... I mean, we haven't seen how all of this is going to play out. That's another... Great point. We want to go ahead and proclaim something as done and finished when we don't even know what it looks like. Uh, I see Chief fans already checking in on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. Feel free to do so, 405-651-3439. That's 405-651-3439. Still a lot of Baker stuff uh, to get to as well. Plus, your calls if you want to jump in, Chief fan, at 329-9000, 405-329-9000. 9,000. <laughs> Damien Woody just tweeted, the NFL is on that Hennessy again. <laughs> yeah, he's not wrong. Why are they doing this all in March? Couldn't they wait until like June? Can we push back NFL free agency to June? Let the, let March Madness have its time. How are the Dolphins – listen, what am I saying? How are they going to afford him? They'll find a way to afford him because they still have a quarterback on their rookie deal. So Tyreek Hill will get traded today. Derek Carr will sign a ridiculous extension this weekend. Jimmy Garoppolo will be traded next week. And then Baker Mayfield will find his home the first week in April. Yeah, I can't wait for Baker Mayfield in the Big Apple. That'll be the next move. Yeah, I know, right? Baker Mayfield was made for New York. So, again, breaking news. See, this is another thing that makes me very mad. The Dolphins have been working on this for a bit and are very much in the Tyreek Hill market. 
What? So, so where was the report? Where was the report if you're like, oh, they've been on this for a bit. I just didn't say anything. No, that's not true. Stop it. You guys can't keep your mouth shut, all right, as NFL reporters. It's the Plank Show right here on the Home of Sooner Fans. They, uh, they, my man Harold Kuntz, who works for the Fox affiliate in Kansas City, used to be on Channel 6 in Tulsa, retweeted this video from last year whenever Tyree Kill showed up at camp. And it, it, here's what it sounded like. I mean, it, it's not the best audio because someone taped it off their TV. Yeah, asked me to you, but I mean... Me and my family, like, we just thought that that was a good situation for me, you know, so it is what it is. Like, I'm just, like I said, I'm, I'm just here to play football, you know, like, I just let my family and my agent deal with all that because I feel like if I get into that, then I'll finally be taken out of it for me, you know, so. So basically, in case you can't hear while kids are having dinner in the background, it was frustration that they couldn't get the long-term extension done last year, but he said, listen, I, I just want to play football. And I'll let my agent take care of that because once I get into that, then that takes the fun out of it. I mean, it again, my favorite joke on this show is that the salary cap doesn't exist. But the reality is when you have a quarterback on a, on a big deal and Kansas City has to start thinking about it, there's decisions that have to be made. Well, and every decision Kansas City's made so far this offseason has shown you that the – Salary cap is a big-time factor for Kansas City. They didn't want to pay to bring Tyron Matthew back, right? Instead, they got Justin Reed because that was a cheaper, they felt, similar option. Frank Clark, they've been in the business of trying to get that deal restructured. There's talks about what's going to happen with Chris Jones, and then now Tyreek Hill. You, you weren't going to pay him clearly enough for him to want to stay. So, yeah, pretty much everything that's happened there has told you that it does, in fact, matter. The in the midst of all of this, in the midst of all of this, uh, is sooner is sooner report something that we like at sooner report on Twitter? Oh yeah, big okay. time. Stacy Gage. They just released a forecast for four star running back Stacy Gage to Oklahoma. Yep, and it's from uh, it's from Josh, right? Yep, Josh McQuishan. Wow. Which anytime you get the sooner scoop. Publisher, recruiting editor, willing to put his forecast in. It's big news. Yeah. So, in the midst of all of this, with one – I almost said Baker Mayfield. Where's my mind today? In the midst of all of this with Tyree Kill asking for a trade, Stacy Gage, four-star running back, the number one overall running back re- recruit, the number four recruit in the state of Florida – 13th nationally for the class of 24 has been projected to sign with the Sooners. Now, again, when you're thinking class of 24, we're looking ahead a bit. We're talking about someone that still has another year of high school to go, but I guess two more years of high school to go. But let's go! Big time, right? Huge. And I know that there's been a lot. Gosh, that's the one cut from Brent Venables that I wanted to play from yesterday, which was him talking about uh, his offers and the committable offers and where he kind of gave Bob Prisbillo a little bit of grief about uh, proposing to his wife and what was it like Johnny Gigolo was the term that he used were you out there Johnny Gigolo or something like that <laughs> which was fantastic but it, listen when you you get an offer and you commit 
You know, they stopped recruiting that position. They are at least if they have their numbers in that position. So big news for Oklahoma. Are any of these that jump out to you on the Air Comfort Solutions text line before we uh, before we wrap up our 45 minutes of Tyreek Hill talk. Yeah, I imploded hour number wow. two. Thanks, Tyreek. Not bad. Midwest City Jeff, someone should ask Tyreek to talk to Le'Veon Bell and ask him how those Jets are doing. That's an actual really good question. All right, I'm sorry, a really good point. And you know, some might say that's what's going to happen to Devontae Adams. Bro, you left Aaron Rodgers to go play with Derek Carr? I could see that. But – I don't see Tyreek Hill. What if the Chiefs say, all right, we're not getting the offers out there that we want. We're not trading you. That's then where you get into a situation, right, where you you kind of start having the Le'Veon Bell conversation. Right? Sure. And, and I don't think this is – it seems that it's trending that Tyreek Hill will be traded, but by no stretch of the imagination do – do I think that it's completely ruled out that Kansas City can le- can reach some sort of long term agreement with with Tyreek? Yeah, I don't think that's totally totally dead yet. Can you imagine the speed with Waddle and Hill? No, I brought that up earlier. Yeah, if, and Jalen Waddle, who was in and out, not necessarily a hundred percent last year, but when he was on, man, dude, he he looked like someone worthy of moving up in the draft to get. Could Baker team up with Tyreek? Well, I mean, <laughs> kind of depends on what Cleveland does, right? Where he gets dealt. I could see this. The, the conversation is the Giants and the Jets right now. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, the Jets and the Dolphins right now, right? Yes. So, I mean, basically, you you're would... asking, well, first of all, Tyreek Hill needs to get dealt. Right. And if that happens to either the Jets or the Dolphins, then basically you're saying the Jets or the Dolphins respectively would need to be willing to move on from Wilson and Tua Tungavailoa. I think Spotrack is struggling today, dude. <laughs> Spotrack took the wrong day off, baby. <laughs> there it, it was down for a little bit. Now it's back up. Wild. Um, yeah, there's, there's so much on – the wide receiver market too in this draft that is fascinating. I, can I also pose a very positive chief like twist on this? You may. Okay. What if through this process, I can't believe I'm doing this. I'm. I want to sit here and be like, yeah, take that Kansas City. You're just preparing for Arnie this weekend. <laughs> Go ahead. Right. I just and I also know that it'll be the death of the franchise. Sunday night for Arnie. Oh, gosh. Oh, they're done. I mean, they just basically defer the entire AFC to Miami. Miami's the new leaders. But what what if, even when you don't have, like, a top ten pick, you evaluate every prospect, right? What if someone knocks on Andy? Hey, Andy Reid, have you had a chance to really watch this Chris Olave tape? Or have you really had a chance to study Jameson Williams? And they sit down and they watch him like, this dude, this this is our kind of guy right here. Kind of dig on his character. Find out. Let's let's look into him. Maybe it's someone that we package some future picks to move up and get. Or and I'm just throwing names out there. It could be any of the receivers in this year's draft, right? Maybe they found a guy that they really really liked, and I don't know that. Not that they're magically going to get him, but. They would feel okay if they could get a higher first-round pick to know that one of those dudes could end up 
on their roster. Well, Am I reaching there a little bit? No, I don't think so. I mean, I think guys like Brett Feach and Andy Reid, that's why you get paid what you get paid is to always be forward thinking and imagining what different options or paths potentially could look sure. like. And, you know, there's a chance that Kansas City across the board could be better minus Tyreek Hill if this deal goes through and they get some of the things that – have been floated around out there. Like, say you get Elijah Moore in return in this deal and you get a couple of first-round picks. You've got Juju that you've signed. You draft another one of these top wide receivers. And then you get a cornerback as well out of the deal. Top to bottom, the wide receiver core might be a little bit better. Now, you don't have the star power of Tyreek. I'm not trying to argue against that. I mean, he's he's somebody that can single-handedly win you a football game. Sure. And that's tough to replace. But, but and again, if you're just tuning in, rumors Tyreek Hill getting traded to either the Jets or the Dolphins today. But I just, when I look at the draft specifically, you've got Garrett Wilson, who's projected to be a top 10 pick. Drake London, who's protect, uh, projected to be a top 10 pick. Um, Chris Olave, who's projected to be uh, a, a first-round pick. Jamison Williams, who's projected to be a first-round pick. Traylon Burks, the kid out of Arkansas, who's projected to be a first-round pick. I like pick. me some Traylon Burks, man. Jahan Dotson, the Penn State wide receiver, who's projected to be a first-round pick. I mean, you start looking up and down the first round, and there are a lot of potential fits at the receiver position. By the way, in – this is some pretty cool news. In the most recent mock draft, Tyler Smith, the University of Tulsa offensive lineman, has been moved into the first round by move the sticks. So, yeah, I mean, Tyler Smith. Did I say Tylen? Tyler Smith. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, it's there's a lot of receivers that are going to be available in this draft. Well, we'll see how the dust settles on this fascinating day. Would you like to discuss some of Ted Roof's comments now? I, I think I'm afraid to go to break because I think when we come back, the trade's actually going to have happened. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's how crazy. Then we'll get another hour of Tyreek Hill. Another hour of Tyreek Hill. All right, a little Ted Roof next. All right, all right I'm going to do this quick. Uh, breaking news today, we've been following Tyreek Hill is apparently on his way to either Miami or the Jets, according to reports this morning. Meanwhile, um, top five stories today coming up. We have an hour without softball has been really tough for me, guys. So we'll – We'll power through that. A um, couple of other just programming notes for us. The uh, you okay? Yeah, we're good. That just mic- trying to get this mic the, to sit. The, I fight with my microphone stand at home, but this one here is fantastic. Like if we ever, tra- I want this microphone. Can I have this microphone, Casey? This is amazing in here, <laughs> even though it's like a hundred years old. Ted Roof met with the media yesterday and was asked about. Let me make sure I got the right cut. The, the the biggest difference, right, in kind of what's going on here at Oklahoma and what he's experienced in the past. Here's what the Sooner DC had to say. Well, I think that, uh, number one, it's the University of Oklahoma, okay? And you approach every opportunity with the same amount of effort, enthusiasm, commitment uh, to, to what you do. Uh, but it's really, really important here. And it's obvious it's really, really important here. It's wonderful to be at a place like that that, uh, that cares about, really cares about, you know what's happening, and also to be with the group of people that I'm with, with Coach Venables and the staff, uh, the, the holistic development of our players, not just the the football part development, but the holistic part, and that's been other places too. But I think it's very, very evident that it's it's about a lot of things here, including the holistic development of the young man, and also as you do this longer, you know, I'm not saying when or what, but 
you know that this doesn't go on forever. And opportunities like this don't come very often. And when they do, you got to take full advantage of them. And uh, so it's it's been exciting. It's been challenging. And at the same time, uh, to I've, en- I've enjoyed our staff and our group of players getting to know them so far. And they're excited about the future. Good stuff from Ted Roof yesterday. We, that's just a touch of what we'll hit on next hour. I love that idea as well. When you have the reality of okay, you know it. Here's Ted Roof, who is uh, 58 years old, still a young man, has had opportunities as a as a head coach before, but you know he looks. I've been I've been sitting at Clemson for the last couple of years, and. Had a had a nice little run with with Dabo and Brent Venables, but the chance to be a defensive coordinator at Oklahoma, yeah, let's go. Opportunities like this just don't happen very often, and to be able to bring his his son TD along for the ride, let's go. I mean, he's been in some big time places, right? Won a national championship at Auburn. He's he was with Bill O'Brien as his defensive coordinator. Uh, during a time when they were in the midst of a four-year ban in the postseason. He's, he's been a well-respected, and I'll tell you one thing. Get that dude his own radio show. That voice is phenomenal. We'll have more from uh, Coach Roof coming up in the top five stories of the day next on another wild-breaking news day in the NFL.